Where do my days go? Very good question. Well, when they're as structured as they have been over the last couple weeks, I can actually tell you what I do in a day. It's very simple. Work out Chinese, play with some computer graphics, study some Russian, read more computer graphics, stock market. That's it. Tuesday, April 12th, 2022. I'm Steven Sersky. And if you've been following along for a while, you might recognize this. Sunday, April 12th, 2020. I'm Steven Sersky. Welcome. Thanks for joining me. Trying out uh, a little bit of an audio exercise, a podcast, audio file, audio recording. Yes, what is it? What is it? Audio recording, audio file, podcast, pick one and stick with it. If there is ever a vote for, uh, you know, maybe you should edit your podcast there, Stephen, that would be one of them. That is from two years ago. That is the very first ever podcast that I recorded. Now, that was done April 12th, 2020. It was a Sunday morning and the night before on April 11th I actually recorded a dummy episode like sort of a practice run and I think actually I even made a practice recording the week before that but all of that was in response to this I was out with this uh, uh, friend at the time and she uh, she mentioned like you know you sound a lot like this colleague I have who's saying that, well, I'd like to start a podcast, but I have no idea what I'd talk about. Fast forward two years, and I have a daily podcast in which I talk about just about anything, and uh, 30 episodes of the big cast done. Now, yeah, only 30 episodes done so far, um, but that thing took on a life of its own, and I don't, I, I can't even pretend to know how to sort of um, actually, I know how to better manage it, uh, but I don't know how else I could sort of make it what it's not, <laughs> if you understand. Uh, which, let me explain. When you hear that someone has a podcast, it's probably something you, you want to know, what do you talk about? What's the central theme? What are you doing with your podcast? That podcast, the big one, uh, the one that goes on for two, three hours, four hours is the longest episode I've ever done. Um, that one is more about, has become more about other people, uh, expat lives, uh, interesting jobs, interesting people that I've met uh, throughout my travels. So I don't try to make that happen every week because for me, since I'm the one scheduling and producing it and doing a lot of the uh, um, everything with it other than, you know, uh, like, like I, I record it, do post-production, post it, uh, post it up and everything. If I had to force that through every week, I think it would take a lot of the fun out of it. And so this way, with a lot more relaxed schedule, I'm able to keep it fun. And that way, in my opinion, as far as I can tell, Every conversation that I do have sounds like a new conversation. It's a, it, so it is. It keeps it fresh, uh, not just for other people, but for myself. And I think that's very important uh, to have. Back then, when I first started, I 
I was under the impression that I had to have a main point and that I had to have a deadline, like a, a schedule. And I tried that and it was just a mess. It was terrible because it was like I was getting anxious over publishing and like, what would I write? Because it wasn't just the podcast, which added another layer of like uh, speaking, first of all, public presentation skills, uh, public speaking skills, but then the recording, which I wasn't very good at back then. Some could argue I'm still not very good at it, uh, but I've gotten better. Um, but the other thing was like the, I would have to write show notes. Whereas now, like I, I scribble down a few notes and I just go, as you can probably tell, I do kind of uh, meander sometimes. But back then I had them sort of, uh, I had them scripted, basically, almost 100%. Not that I was reading it, but I found that I had to write out the blog post in order for me to actually know, or at least understand, what I was going to talk about. The other idea behind that was that it was a dual purpose, you know, more content. You get the podcast, you get the blog post. Well, I've stopped doing that because it was a lot of work. (laughs) And it took away a lot of the, what can I say, the spontaneity, but then also some, again, it took away some of the fun as well. I did 10 episodes by myself, just myself, uh, yakking into a microphone uh, once a week. And that was, those episodes are what this podcast has become. So if I, those ones were sort of compilations or excerpts of uh, blog posts that I was either writing or that I had written already. This smaller podcast is very much, if I write a blog post, I would probably record it as well. So make a reading of it, make a recording uh, of me reading it out loud and then posting it on the website, but then also giving you a clip here as well. Now, since I've been doing this daily audio digest for so long, I've actually found that I don't blog as much. Uh, Very little, to tell you the truth, over the last couple of months, because I have been kept busy with this, but then also these other projects that I've had going on. Like since, like, uh, basically November with NaNoWriMo, December drumming, January, March motion, just, I finished that today. Now it's April After Effects. Next month it's going to be May You You Make Your Movie. A lot of creative output. And it's not leaving a lot of time to sit down and craft the written word. And I can tell you, there's a huge difference between the written word and the spoken word. In that the written word, you do have to sit down and analyze your text for how you want it to sound when it's sped red. Especially if it's online. So, number one, when you're writing, you're publishing online, no one reads everything. People might say they do, a lot of people don't. And a good website, a good article, will be made so that you can quickly scan or skim through the whole thing in a very short period of time. Like, far less time than it would take you to read uh, a, a paperback book. Now, with that, a good book, and I'll, you can, you can, you know these books. Like, uh, Paul Thoreau, 
this uh, travel writer. He's one of the, the better writers uh, that I know of. Uh, Bill Bryce, and I'm reading his book about the body. Again, the way that they write, it's as if they're having a conversation with you and your eyes can move across the, the page so fast. That is good writing. You want the same thing on a website. Not the same thing with a podcast. With the podcast, it does come down to you have to make sure that it sounds good. And I know, I, yeah, I know you're going to point them out. But Steve, we hear you swallow all the time. It, this Daily Audio Digest, I don't do any editing on it. I wanted to keep it raw. I want to keep it raw as long as I could. Now, I might change that going forward. Uh, I might actually buy a little um, microphone attachment for my cell phone, which may or may not actually improve the sound quality. But then, if it does, then I will always need it in order for it to stay consistent, right? Now, with the big podcast, what I do is I do put that through a little bit of post-processing, uh, post-production processing in that I, I put it through Logic Pro. I uh, uh, put some, uh, what I normally do, EQ. I could kill some of the low noise, low hum. Uh, yeah, the, kill the room noise, basically, by using expansion. I uh, kill some of the hum. Um, I also, uh, I added a compressor, a limiter, and maybe one or two other plugins. I can't remember. I might boost gain every now and then, but I also record on my Zoom H4n, which, I mean, although it was purchased eight years ago, I don't know if you can tell, but that thing, it does come in a little hot sometimes. When I first started my recording this podcast uh, two years ago, if you listen to that, oh, I, I listen to it now, and it does sound rookie, but it sounds rookie because you can tell that I'm holding back, whereas here, now, I find that my voice is a lot more natural. Back then, what I was doing, again, I had to get really close to the microphone, thinking I had to get really close to the microphone, not really understanding. If you have a louder voice, such as I do, you can step back. <laughs> and so with the, the Zoom, I mean, that thing is a much better microphone, especially compared to the cell phone I had at that time. Uh, so in order to get a good sound, like a good full sound, you got to get right close to the microphone. But then I found that I was almost having to whisper, and I couldn't be my natural sounding voice. Now, I back off a little bit. Back off substantially, actually. And then, you know, throw some post-processing on there. Sounds a little bit better. At least I think so. Hope you guys think it's uh, good as well. Hope it doesn't hurt your ears. If it does, like, if any of that stuff gets to you, let me know. I mean, because uh, I listen to it on a few different headsets. I listen to it on my computer speakers. I have some studio mixing speakers, and I also have these uh, headphones. I listen to them on crappy headphones. And I'll tell you, no, sorry, I listen to them on, they're not crappy, the, the, the power beats. <laughs> uh, but they don't, yeah, it doesn't always convey the same way through those power beats as it does through my other headphones. So uh, it usually sounds pretty good if you just listen to it over a speaker, as far as I can tell. Uh, but yeah, sometimes I know the headsets... Uh, can play tricks, not just like with the with the MP3 file, but like with my own ears, especially since I listen to so many of these things uh, a lot. <laughs> a lot of times when I publish them, 
it's usually because I'm going, I don't want to deal with this anymore. Publish. Done. <laughs> Isn't that true? And that's basically what started this uh, these podcasts a couple years ago was, you know what? If you're going to keep on talking about it, either do something about it or shut up. <laughs> there you go. Your action or just keep quiet. I mean, I had ideas for years about starting podcasts, but I just never felt comfortable because I was like, yeah, what am I going to talk about? What am I going to do? How could I keep the schedule going? And I'll be honest, part of the thing that kind of gave me the inspiration to do uh, like a, a daily podcast was simply keeping track of how things are going as an expat, you know, in 10 years time. When I look back at these, when I listen back to these episodes, you know, what, where will I be? Good question. What will I be doing? And will I sound better? <laughs> will I be uh, still doing these things? Because, I, I, I mean, I never did a uh, an anniversary of my blog, but that's... Uh, oh, that's also beginning of April. That's right. Yes. April 4th, I think, was the first day I published a blog post. Oh, I should dig that up as well. That was also kind of very short. Um, yes, April 4th for the blog, April 12th for the big podcast, May 11th, I think, for this smaller podcast. Those are those big creation dates where I finally took the plunge into um, publishing, just publishing and not really thinking about it too much anymore. Uh, but yeah, as I was saying, I mean, I had ideas for years, uh, thinking, what what should I do? How could I do it? How could I schedule it? How could I do this as a traveler? You know, will I always have the technology? And one of the, you know, the luxuries of being a backpacker is that some you do often stay in places that have Wi-Fi or computers. So you're never really without technology unless you go to a place that doesn't have technology. I mean, if you're in the middle of the Mongolian desert, um, I don't know if, like, you can always record the episode if you still have batteries and then post it later, or you could just wait. You know, you could do that. You could always do the old school, just, you know, write a journal. That one's pretty popular. That's That stood the test of time, I think. Um, and then you can, uh, I was actually thinking with a lot of these journal writings, wouldn't it be kind of neat if you just took a picture of it and posted it? That way you don't even edit. Like you literally write it as if you're writing a blog post, take a picture, post it. That was my latest, greatest idea that I thought was really neat, but I, I still haven't done that because I'm a little self-conscious about that. Who knows? We'll give it time and see how that happens. Maybe that'd be something for... NaNoWriMo, where it's like you have to write a book, because a lot of the stuff that I publish now, like this, a lot of the stuff that I write by hand, I'm like, I'm not really willing to publish, uh, but if I sat down to write a blog post with the intention of writing it and publishing it, then I might be okay with that. How's that? There you go, digitized blog. <laughs> so yeah, two years since I started the big podcast, if you haven't had a chance to listen to that, um, I recommend you skip over the first 10 episodes. <laughs> uh, actually, no, um, the first nine episodes, uh, jump over that crap. Um, I can't call it crap. Yes, I can. It, it's the audio quality is variable. I sound kind of stilted. Uh, if you want to have a good laugh, go ahead. Um, 
the first episode I did was how to start a blog. And I was thinking about revisiting that idea, but I could probably do that same talk in about 15 minutes and not an hour. I'm not sure if it took me a whole hour. Maybe it only took me 20 minutes, but that was sort of, the whole episode was an hour. Uh, But the segment about starting a blog was like 15 or 20 minutes, which is exactly what these things are. So maybe I'll save that for tomorrow or later in this week. Revisit the idea, what would I do if I had to start again? Good question. Very good question. So if you do head over to the first couple of episodes and uh, and if you want to get to, if you sort of find like the first nine are kind of like, okay, this sounds more like his daily audio, blah, blah, blahs than anything else, uh, you can start with episode number 11. That's with Steve Black. Uh, he used to live and work here in China for years. He left a couple of years ago. Uh, he's now back in Tasmania. Uh, that was my first expat interview. Although I don't like calling them interviews, like expat conversation. First person I had as a guest on my podcast. And from there on in, I have not done another podcast, a, a lengthy podcast without a guest. So all, and that's why that big podcast doesn't get done very often because I want to have guests for those. And I just published episode number 30 a couple weeks ago. That was with uh, Kay Gambit, uh, voice actor and comedian here. Uh, so they've there are varying lengths from the Steve Black episode was three and a half hours. And most of my colleagues were like, it's too long. Cut it down. I'm like, nah, nah, just let it go. Whatever. Uh, there's some other ones that are shorter. I know uh, the one with... Um, uh, Hiko Simon, he's in Japan, that was only one hour. Jake Satcher, audio engineer, that was an hour. Uh, and then the latest one that was an hour was uh, Chen Wang. Yeah, she was a, uh, she was also very busy. So she's like, yeah, you can have an hour, and then that's it. Okay, fair enough. Um, but with the uh, the other ones, yeah, they're usually around two hours, which I think is a good, good conversation to have. You know, you can, especially I think they've gotten better over time, and I'm, I'm looking forward to sort of like the next 30, the next 10, the next one, to tell you the truth, because, I mean, I have names in mind, and I have to send the messages, I just, you know, um, these days fly by, they fly by, and I'm surprised at just how much is still left on the table to do, uh, that I just never get around to doing, because the the next day starts, and I'm like, well, I gotta restart this, because if I don't do this in the morning, then it's not gonna get done. And what is it that I'm doing? Well, okay, I can tell you. Chinese. I've continued on with uh, uh, this Chinese. And I've, I've, over the last two years since starting this podcast, uh, I mean, I've just heaped on even more unpaid work, unpaid activities, and one of them is Chinese. But since then, I mean, that was that was HSK three, two years ago, three years ago, two years ago, and. Now I'm making my way up to the HSK-5 test. And I'll tell you again, like even today, my whole morning disappeared. I, I read two little text, two, two chapters, uh, and then I did the characters for two chapters as well. Time disappeared. It just disappeared. And so with that, I mean, I didn't want to, like I don't want to stop just yet. I, when I, once I'm done writing through the care once yeah no not even because i have to read them once i'm done that that'll give me a little bit more time 
but then once I finish reading them, I should start going through the grammar, and then I'm going to be doing the grammar and the writing at the same time, and then once I'm done writing the characters, I have to start writing the sentences. Yeah, no, I don't have any time. (laughs) Chinese basically takes up my entire morning. I'm not against this because this is something I want to accomplish. Uh, This is something I want to do. And I've actually talked about this on my podcast, like the big podcast, quite a a bit. It's also a question that recurs with a lot of my guests if they've been in China uh, or if they've been anywhere else. You know, what their uh, language skills are like, like how long did it take them to learn the language? Are they learning it? Uh, do they want to keep on learning it? How how do they learn it? Like that's uh, like study skills. That's a, a common question that I uh, pose to a lot of uh, my guests. Because uh, I think, you know, as expats, a lot of people are interested in that and hearing the different study methodologies of people. Uh, but then also I know that people who aren't as fortunate as we are as us expats uh, that if how do we survive in a country where we don't know the language and is it always true that we don't know the language or how much of the language can we actually learn so these are things that surprisingly some people don't have to deal with (laughs) I mean they have to deal with other things of course you know like houses and cars and whatnot. I, I don't know, honestly. I'm becoming a little bit divorced from uh, uh, what normal life is, to tell you the truth. Uh, whereas, like, here every day, it's like, am I going to get hit by a, a a delivery person going down the street the wrong way at too, fa- too fast while he's on his cell phone because he's calling to apologize for being late or something? And, yeah, and all I need to do is get water delivered and they don't have water yeah, who knows? I mean, things like that. Uh, so the adventures that we have as expats aren't common knowledge. And I think uh, people who are uh, not living the expat life might find it interesting to learn a little bit about it as well. And with that, um, yeah, so it, 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 again, busy. I did I did have my Russian class today. Uh, <laughs> today's class was interesting because uh, my teacher, she's in France and she uh, spent um, a good 10 minutes or so explaining how she observed the election in France on Sunday. Uh, and I was thinking, yeah, that's right. It was Macron and Le Pen who were, uh, and I don't know who won, to tell you the truth. I have no idea. Uh, I know on, on Twitter there was anti, there was anti-everybody. <laughs> it was like anti-this party, anti-that party. Uh, was all over the place. So I... I, I Judging by the amount of hate tweets that I saw, I couldn't determine who won. Uh, but uh, so she was telling me a little bit about this. Um, so I learned some uh, election vocabulary. Um, I think I might have to cut back a little bit on the Russian. I was going three times this week. I'm only going to go twice. Uh, so yesterday, Monday, and then today, Tuesday. The, the reason is because, I mean, Russian was very much a distraction from Chinese. But now it's become a distraction unto itself that, you know, as I'm going through these HSK5 books, I want to concentrate on that. But I also got to get through these March Motion videos and the After Effects videos because I'm behind on that already. Um, and Russian is not an immediately immediate serving purpose. Like I, I have no plans to deploy into deploy into Russia or Ukraine anytime soon or even Kazakhstan or Mongolia for that matter. Uh, so importance, I mean, it's, I still, I'm interested, it's done its job of distracting me, 
the same time, there are a few other projects I got to get done in the meantime. Speaking of which, March Motion, uh, I was able to post a few more. I didn't get around to updating them. Shoot, I did upload them. I haven't uh, published them just yet. Look for that uh, probably tomorrow. And then After Effects, I will be starting uh, in earnest tomorrow, if not Thursday. And that will uh, that will be throughout the month of April. I'm going to be posting on average. I'll make a video for every day, basically an effect for every day. Because uh, I do want to learn little bits and pieces about After Effects. Uh, but with March Motion done and over, that's good. I'll compile them all into one video and publish those very soon on uh, my website. And uh, yeah, we're going to leave it there. Uh, Shanghai Lockdown is still happening, I guess. But I heard that uh, maybe it's easing a little bit. Who knows? No idea. Hasn't happened in Beijing, thankfully. But also haven't heard from a lot of my colleagues. So either they're busy or they've all scattered. I don't know. Ah, oh, goodness. Hope you guys are well, staying warm. Uh, Winnipeg, I'm sorry to hear that you have a blizzard happening. Oh, snap. Uh, well, we have. you guys have snow. We have Omicron. You know, I guess that's how it's going to work, at least for now. Uh, I know, it sucks. And then, well, we had a smog up until yesterday, but the skies have been pretty clear. All right, folks, going to leave it there. Show notes and tracks up on my website, stephensersky.com. And yes, if you want to go listen to that first episode, I, I, I admire you if you do. I appreciate you if you do. Please send me your best quote from that episode. How's that? Uh, that is available on the, uh, the podcast-2 page. These here small bo- podcasts are published under the Daily Audio Blog, uh, SSAB. I think it's just called Audio Blog on my website. The podcast is the big cast where I have all of the uh, the different guests, which take your pick. Some of them are pretty neat. Some are pretty interesting. But yeah, the first nine are just me yik-yakking by myself. All right, folks. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Hope you're having a good one. We'll talk again. Bye-bye.